Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today we're going to be talking about where does the money go when the crypto market goes into a bear market. And there's a lot of money that will be flowing into another sector somewhere on this planet. Trillions of dollars, perhaps? Yeah. Where where we need to chase, we need to find this trillions of dollars, chase it, and park our money there before the trillions get there. Before the trillions get there. And I did a little bit of research today. I was trying to find, you know, looking to sec. My idea is I'm trying to find sectors that were really hot um, at one point earlier in the year and go back to those that may have sold off. Mm-hmm. Right. So I started to look at like, first of all, I looked into the, uh, I looked into the infrastructure bill and I was like, okay, maybe I can find something in this infrastructure bill, um, you know, like the, with the bridges and roads, because I know that they're allocating, 70, I think it's like uh, what's $110 billion to roads and bridges. So I was like, okay, let me go look up some construction companies. They're all mooning right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shiba Construction, Floki Inu Construction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm, I'm like looking at Caterpillar and, you know, these other like big name United Rentals, stuff that you're, it's like, you know that they're going to need these machineries to build these roads and bridges. Right. But it's already been factored into the price. They're already sitting at like, really high valuations mm-hmm. right now, it's not a good opportunity to buy. So I started looking around maybe some other industries, like I was looking at supply chain issues and maybe something to do with maybe 3D printing. So I tried to find like different sectors. That was my idea. Yeah. Look for sectors that have been beaten down, but have a use case going forward in the future. Yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely a good approach to take. I think what I was doing was pretty much the same thing. I was also trying to take the psychology of investing into it and think to myself, what type of investors are crypto investors? So we know they're forward thinking, future, you know, they're basically investing in the future, high growth, high risk. So what stock sectors meet those criterias and maybe look to, you know, if I was a crypto whale, I would probably be putting my profits into these sectors because it it aligns with, you know, everyone has an investment thesis and things they like to invest in. I do, you do. Um, So here's examples of those sectors. Um, One that we talked about in a previous episode, psychedelics, you know. Risky, early stage, future tech, high growth opportunity. Um, other things would be, you know, maybe cannabis. Which um, is good too, because both those sectors have at one point mooned. Exactly. Have then sold off. Right. Have a use case. Yep. So if you have trillions of dollars flowing out of the crypto market, you Potentially know, why can... not look back to some other sectors that were hot at one point? Yeah. And I mean, it's going to be a lot of money. So in 2017, when the crypto market crashed in 2018, it went from $800 million market cap to $100 million market cap. That was in 2017. Now we're dealing with a much larger market cap of money in the crypto market. So we're looking at $3 trillion as of today. Maybe when the bull market is over, it could go to four or maybe $5 trillion. So if it goes down to $1 trillion or $2 trillion, we're talking about $3 trillion. That is enough money to make stock market sectors move. So when you're looking at psychedelics or cannabis or any of the other sectors that we're going to discuss today, 
there could be big opportunities, but you know, you don't want to chase. So you, you know, you want to identify the sectors, identify some companies in those sectors that you like and maybe take a position. Well, I might, I might be taking a position before I think the bear market comes just, you know, nothing's for certain, but I think if we really break it down, we could find some good opportunities. Yeah, for sure. And you know, the, you could still find NFT companies because you know, when it comes to ticket sales and, and music and all that's not going away. Mm. So you could still look to crypto related companies and still put your money into stuff like that. Yep. You could look to the stock market, which, you know, I know the S and P was ripping, but it's only ripping because Apple and Facebook have been doing well. Yep. But when you look at every other stock, it's been bleeding. Yep. So there's definitely going to be some gems out there you could find for sure. I think one of the sectors that I'd be looking at for crypto profits to move into is probably the closest thing to that. It's the digital payments and fintech sector, right? Right. So yeah. people are investing in crypto because it's a new financial ecosystem. People understand that finance world is changing rapidly. There are a lot of public companies that are leading this forefront. So when you're looking at a company like Square, one of my favorite tech companies. It has to be. Yeah. So... I would say, you know, a company like Square or Lightspeed, which is the Canadian version of Square, um, SoFi or, you know, Affirm, all these fintech companies that are leading the new wave of financial uh, revolution and technology, those could potentially be where some of these profits are going because they align with the crypto investment thesis of financial freedom. Right. And they can, they'll they'll be adding in, um, they'll be adding in crypto to their their platform. Yeah, Square already has. Yeah. Cash app, you can buy Bitcoin. um, Well, they have Jack. Jack Dorsey, right? Yep. He's like the Elon of, he's a forward thinker. We talked about Tesla on our previous, previous podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the guy running the show. It's the brainchild. It's the one who's making these decisions. And you know, the fact that he has Twitter and the fact that he's got square and you know, he's building the crypto payments. It's like this, all of it's genius. Yep. So that's an excellent company to look at. Definitely. For sure. I think, uh, yeah. FinTech sector, like another one would be big data, Palantir. Like very forward thinking, solving problems in new ways, you know, artificial intelligence, analytics. I think a lot of that has to do with crypto. Yeah. So Palantir, you know, you have interesting guys like Peter Thiel behind that as well. Um, or even cybersecurity, you know, crypto at the root of it is a transparent financial system, which although there are a lot of scams and rug pulls in there, at the end of the day, it will decrease all this stuff because it makes everything transparent and more secure. So cybersecurity, I think, is very related to crypto. So companies like Sentinel One, mm-hmm. um, who I posted about when they IPO'd in the Beanstalk Discord, and that went really well, or CrowdStrike. Yep, CrowdStrike, Datadog. Yeah. Um, they all kind of do something a bit different too. Yep. You know, uh, I think it's Sentinel One where they are able to detect the issue in real time. Excellent. <laughs> whereas, you know, CrowdStrike will kind of report the issue and, right. and then they can solve it, whereas... You know, some they all do something a little bit more, a little bit different. Yeah. So it's cool that you got that in the cybersecurity space. What other what other sectors came up on your list? Um. So I look to areas that we're struggling with now, and there, there's a need for these areas. So for example, like healthcare. Mm. You know, I know that nurses are being burnt out. I know that the pandemic has wreaked havoc on you know the whole system. There's you know, people in the healthcare profession who don't want to get a vaccine, so they're stepping away. So we have a growing population. It's a real strain. Yep. So I'm like, okay, well, let's let's look for some companies in the healthcare sector. And then I start to think, okay, 5G is a rising technology as well. So mm-hmm. maybe if we put the two together, I started to find, I found something like Teladoc. Teladoc for sure. Right? Yep. So it, 
it was sitting at a, it's, it's sitting at half of its all time high. Right. So to me, I'm like, okay, this is great. It's trading at a discount. There's a need for it, and it's incorporating 5G tech with uh, an area in our society that needs help. So mm-hmm. you can get these doctors or nurses or whatever working from remote areas because they have the 5G technology to make the images super clear, and it's just going to be a lot easier to do these things. I like I like a company like Teladoc. Right. Okay. Oakley, Oakley. I think. Different. Yeah. No. I think that's a good one. I think it's. Yeah. You're looking at as you said companies that um, spiked earlier. I know Teladoc spiked when at the birth of the pandemic because it was like, oh, telephone doctors, everyone's now working from home, so it had a big spike, but it's leveled off, come down a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think that's but a good still one. Still in need. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, you know that kind of stuff is just not going away. No. Um, other no. other sectors I was looking at was one we've detailed in the past. We talk about it all the time. Electric vehicles and green energy. I think it lines up with the crypto thesis of forward thinking, future problem solving, high growth. Maybe, you know, it hasn't seen the adoption that we know it will be just like crypto. You know, crypto is 5% adoption, 2%, 5% adoption. Electric vehicles sitting around the same numbers. Um, I think there's a lot of parallels between the green energy electric vehicle space as there are in Tesla. So I'm looking to companies that we discussed like Neo, or a company like STEM, green energy batteries or a company like plug yeah, hi, hydro yeah. hydro batteries and those have been being down like a, a little bit i think Big pl- time. plug and chart um was it charge point yeah they're both down a bit from their from their highs so and again like another great opportunity to buy closer to the bottom mm. it was um january i don't know maybe december january the green energy boom in stocks you know you pick anything that has green energy electric vehicles batteries um the companies that made the radar technology for their new self-driving cars all those stocks went crazy and we did really well off those but they're all beaten down and i think that investment thesis lines up with crypto so that green energy electric vehicles for me is a sector to watch i like it so another sector that i looked at um another issue taking the same thesis and the same theory is the supply chain you know, the, the world has become so dependent on one another. So we rely on China to produce cheap goods. Then you need those workers to show up. And then you also need people to be driving the ships. Or sorry, was it? What do you say when you take in a boat somewhere? It's not driving. It's um, pilot, captain. <laughs> I'm not sure. Whatever the word is. Commandeer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the captain you, you now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. You need, you need that boat to come across, and then you need the drivers, you need the forklift drivers, you need the warehouse. So there's so many components to the supply chain. Mm. I think that these companies now are going to start looking at uh, manufacturing in-house, so within their own country. So when, we, when the pandemic hit, for example, there was a shortage of masks and all these other things. It came up, it's like, well, why don't we just have, why don't we have these things in our country? So another sector that was had a really big spike in January, February was the 3D printing. I caramba. So I'm looking at maybe some companies that are, you can start printing these items that we need here. And I know the technology is getting better. You know, it's becoming faster. You can print metal, you can print plastic, you can print all these can things. Can you print Lambo? <laughs> Win Lambo. <laughs> um, so the, I'm looking at, they've been being, they're sitting at a, like a, fraction of what they were back in february and I, that's when um desktop metal desktop metal went, went public yep and another thing that happened too was i think it was 3d systems they re, they were expected to have a, a loss of 15 percent 
they actually had revenues of five plus five percent. So it was a twenty percent difference in the expectations. Their lost earnings. Yeah, in their earnings. Interesting. Um, year over year. So that brought so much attention to that sector. Like, oh, this is going to be start. This is going to be profitable. This is going to be you know. So I'm like, okay, maybe we can start using this. And I just saw something on the news the other day. They're printing meat or something like that. Mm, sounds uh, delicious. It was actually be, like it was actually being used. So. Uh, look again, <laughs> looking at stocks are like down at 25% of what they used to be, you know, a use case. These, I think these could spike back again. Yeah. I think, um, the 3d printing sector, it aligns perfectly with the, the crypto investor thesis forward thinking, you know, a 100 times better solution than the current way of manufacturing goods. Yeah. I think that's a great one. And it ties into your <laughs> green sector. It's like, it's, if you can do it in house, yeah. then you, you don't need to transport all these things and it's going to help the, it's going to help the, with the emissions, you know? So it's absolutely. Um, I think 3d printing is a great one. I'll have to add that to my list. Desktop metal. I remember when that went public yeah. VS back. I think and, you put, put me onto that. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's, uh, you know, I think we should get, uh, after we get our, uh, Oculus, we should get some 3d printers up in here. <laughs> be three, well, three, 3d printing as the podcast goes and you can comment what you want us to 3d print next. Well, 3d print, uh, uh metaverse. <sighs> and that brings me to my next sector. Metaverse companies, where I think that people are going to put their investments, you know, augmented reality companies, virtual reality companies. Again, this is the future. Who is building the platforms that people are going to be using other than the obvious meta? Yeah. Quick note on that. I think, you know, the stock is probably undervalued at the moment. Those guys are owning the metaverse. People are already paying them for their digital land, like Facebook, meta. That thing is, I think it's, that's, Yeah. I mean, there's already market cap of a trillion, but shit. Two they, trillion. They're, they could, they're going to take over that metaverse. So I think anything related to that kind of stuff, I know there was platforms we used to look at that were building augmented reality for e-commerce or anything. So there's tons of stocks and public companies that are building AR, VR, and metaverse. And we're only at the birth of this because this all just happened. So look out for the companies that are pivoting into metaverse, public companies, stocks, that could be where the crypto money goes as well. Because right. again, you're thinking crypto, you're thinking metaverse, you see the bear market, everything's collapsed, you're taking your profits out, where you're going to put it, finding those crypto type companies like fintech, blah, blah, blah. Metaverse, I think, fits right in with that. Yeah. And you you, were, you just did some metaverse type stuff recently. Yeah, birthday, absolutely. Right? I, I did a uh, virtual reality video game experience with the Oculus. How was that? Um, it was fucking incredible, man. I am buying an Oculus, absolutely. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's game changing. Once you see the power of, what the metaverse is going to be like? No, I definitely think it's a uh, it's a big big time growth sector. Crazy. So yeah. I wonder, you know, because you went to a facility and experienced this. I, I saw the video of you guys walking around, yeah. all that stuff. Is there going to be a need for those when people have them in their own house? The facilities, you, you mean? Yeah, like um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's like you go to a gym because it's better, right? Because that, the place was pretty big. You yeah, know, you need it's a pretty like a big house. You need a pr pretty yeah. big house to use those kind of games. There's going to be the games that are built for in-home, um, but then there's the games that are built for big, and then there's ones where you play with 20 people in the same right. room. That's cool. The multiplayer shootouts, yeah. which there's, I think there will be most, you know, the widespread adoption will be the home ones, but there's going to be, you know, in facilitating, in facility um, experiences that will never be able to be matched at home. Do you remember who was powering the devices there? Like, do you, do you remember the, seeing the brand any, of the device? The brands at I, all? It was, there was no brand on it. I'm right. thinking it was an Oculus. Okay. But, um, because that'd be interesting because that's one way of, you know, yeah. to the listeners out there, that's one way of identifying yeah. uh, up and coming companies that you could invest in is 
where are you seeing it now? Who's already you seen know, who, the widespread adoption? Exactly. And those are companies that it's like, oh, okay, that could be it. I think it was Oculus just because I don't know of any of the big other ones that it could be. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely keep an eye on Meta as a, as a potential investment opportunity for this one. And Another, then all, I guess all the games associated with the Meta as well. Yep, right? for sure. Like, gaming so, doesn't go anywhere. No. Gaming it. doesn't go anywhere. No. And, and, you, and crypto and gaming go together a lot. Yeah. So EA, Activision, Take-Two... Twitch for with Amazon, like it's all, those are just another great one. I didn't have that one written down. I don't know if you did, but just talking this out, I think gaming is a good one too. The EA CEO, CEO said that NFT gaming is the future of the industry. Absolutely. So, and that's EA, that's EA sports. He that's knows. Madden. Yeah. Right. And so NFT gaming and blockchain gaming has probably been some of our favorite talking points in the Beanstalk Discord for the past three months. And those companies have been giving us insane returns. Yeah. So if you're not already in the Beanstalk Discord, you got to check it out. It's check free. It out. Um, what, other, what other good sectors do you have anymore? Um, that's kind of like the ones that, I mean, I looked, at, I looked at the Biden infrastructure bill. How about space? Space. Space ones. I feel when like are we going to be able like, to invest in SpaceX? Yeah. You know, I don't like that. Uh, probably, I think eventually. But like, you know, for now there's what? There's uh, Space Virgin Galactic. Yeah. There's like, uh, there's ASTS. I think it's like uh, satellite Satellites, phone. Yeah. That one is, I think that one has yeah. a lot of potential for sure. So I think it kind of lines up. It's like blockchain, crypto, problem solving future, space. Mm. I mean, when moon, right? Like yeah. moon. <laughs> <laughs> when Lambo to the moon. To the moon. Like yeah. crypto, moon, space stocks. <laughs> just like, just what don't if, oversimplify it. Okay. So I love space. Like I studied... I studied space in university, you know, astronomy. So uh, did I. Best <laughs> work from home class it's ever. It's great. <laughs> Not astrology, it's astronomy. Yeah, astronomy. <laughs> and if you're in astrology, that's predicting Bitcoin cycles, yeah, but that's a topic for another moon. day. Uh, <laughs> but like, I love it. But to me, I'm thinking, all right, we're, we're building spaceships. How good is our technology really? What are they trying to do? Are they, you know, I want to invest in space. But I'm not, sh- I don't, I can't, I'm having a hard time seeing like the utility of it. Like, what are we going to do? Ha- have it like create a colony on, on Mars? Are we going to do something on the moon? Like, mm. what are they really trying to do besides get people up there and say like, yes, I went to space. Mm. You know, like so a lot of these rich billionaires are doing right now. Yeah. I mean, that's what Virgin Galactic is. It's a tourism, it's just tourism, tourism in yeah. space. That's, you know, that's the first scratch of the surface, right? Then there's all these infrastructure things that are going to be moving to space, like, phone satellites and transportation this and um I'm, there's going to be energy resources mined from space from the, the comets or the moon everything will be slowly moving and very slowly being the operative word slowly yeah, moving yeah, yeah. out to space there's going to be investment opportunities for sure but i just thought that was kind of an interesting yeah one. i love it because it's really hard to break the earth's atmosphere yeah you know like, i've never tried <laughs> <laughs> we just see how, <laughs> i guess yeah how would you actually know <laughs> Uh, um, another sector I had was, and this was again, kind of lining up with the, where's the future? Where's the money lying in the future? Like crypto Chinese stocks. Mm. So, you know, everyone knows eventually China will take over a lot of the world's economic producing power. The technology will start to come from there. It's already being made there. So if you're looking five, 10 years in the future, maybe some of the money and we already know crypto, there's a lot of, uh, crypto whales in China, Bitcoin whales in China. What about these Chinese stocks that are severely beaten down after all the legal stuff that went on in China earlier this year? Companies like Baba, 
or IQ, which is like the Twitch of, um, sorry, IQ is the YouTube of China. We got Huya, which is the Twitch of China. We got Pinduoduo, which is the Pinterest of China, or Billy Billy, which is the YouTube. They're all the, the Chinese versions of all the tech yeah. companies, right? Yeah. Super beaten down, like 25% off their all-time highs right now. Big opportunity. I just think a lot of that Chinese crypto money could flow into those companies. It's another sector that has mooned, yeah, beaten right. down, yeah, yeah. future opportunities. So... It's one that I always look at. I've never, I still haven't gotten big into it um, because the the legal risks are there, but it's on the radar. Yeah, it does anything. Anything over there always terrifies me for sure, <laughs> for for good reason too. Definitely. So but, it's definitely like a good framework. I think we're we're working. I mean, this is all speculative. Yeah, it's all theory. It's just you know ideas that we have where the money could potentially potentially flow, yeah. and it sounds like we're taking the same approach on this. It's how do crypto thinkers think. Where is there's companies and stocks or other crypto companies that have been beaten down and there's still a utility for them moving forward? Yep. It sounds like that's the... And there's one important sector that we need to discuss. Penny stocks. <laughs> a very risky place to be, but you're right. Right? Where, where else are you going to get those crypto gains? in the stock? You're not going to find them in the stock market. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a Shiba Inu 70,000% gainer in the stock market. Yep. It's going to be... In the OTC markets, penny stocks. And I know that crypto investors trade in the OTC. That's right, they do. And it's it's if you haven't if you have never traded a penny stock before, for anybody listening. It's a rush. You can you're looking at st- at these are company these companies. I use this more <laughs> you can. never know what they are, for example, but they're trading at a fraction of like we say penny, but they could be trading at a fraction of a penny. Point zero 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 one. It's so, like like a shit coin. Like a, yeah, like a shit coin. So if it goes up to another fraction of a penny, it's like a 60% gain. Yeah. But it might also go down 60%. Those could literally go to zero. Literally. Yeah. I think my very first investment <laughs> was a penny stock. You can't sell it anymore? <laughs> no, I can't. It's like I put a thousand bucks in. And <laughs> you have these worthless shares? It's so bad. I got, it's, it's a st- every time you open your portfolio, it's a stain. I can't get rid can't of it. I can't get rid of it. I yeah. It's like, get the Call fuck. the bank. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think OTC penny stocks is another area. Like OTC has been fucking beaten down this year. Yeah. It had a, again, same thing. It mooned in January, February. We were in the OTC. We thought, why would we ever invest in real stocks again? The OTC, you just pick a company, it goes up 100x. But it's not the same right now. It's all yeah. beaten down. I think a lot of that money's in crypto right now. So when that crypto profits get taken, I'm going to be looking to the OTC. I'm going to be taking a small percentage of my crypto that I'm happy to go to zero. And I'm going to be looking at OTC penny stocks. The tricky thing about OTC penny stocks is it's fucking impossible to keep track of what's going on in there. Yeah. There's so many companies. You don't know what they do. They're changing. They're merging. Their PRs are coming out. They're going up. The only way to keep track is by joining the Beanstalk Discord and letting us do it for you. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. If you can jump on Twitter, I mean, there's a lot. But I wouldn't advise that because there's so many pump and dumpers out there. They're They're getting paid behind the scenes to be pumping up a certain penny stock mm. and all of a sudden you're getting rug pulled, you know, on the OTC world. It is. The OTC is very similar to crypto in yeah. many ways. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I see a huge parallel. I would say all of the stock sectors that we described in the earlier part of this episode are good ones to look into in those mm-hmm. companies, mm-hmm. but the OTC cannot be overlooked. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you, it's a bit of a risky side to you and you're willing to do it, uh, I think the OTC, you know, come into the Beanstalk Discord. Check out our Penny Stock channel. We're always post, are posting about the Penny Stock companies that we think might be good. Yeah, and there's some real, com- like, there are some real yeah. companies. They just have a, they're, they're only valued at, you know, they, they have a penny next to their, 
Yeah. There was what Interscope. It's Interscope. like an actual hearing aid technology company that for sure actually has kiosks. They yeah. trade at one penny. And There's a, a potential there. A lot of the um, good cannabis companies and psychedelic uh, medicine companies trade in the OTC because they're not in the NASDAQ yet, right? Yeah, they're so because all, of the Schedule 1. Schedule 1. So yeah. all the American cannabis companies are OTC. Yeah. Trulieve, Cureleaf. Green Thumb, those are ones that we like. Yeah. Um, a lot of the psychedelic ones, there's only like five that are on the NASDAQ. So a lot of, you know, SciBio, they're all OTC. Yeah. So, yeah, check out the OTC. There's a lot to learn in the OTC. Highly advise jumping into the Beanstalk Discord. We've got the Penny Stock channel. Um, so it's, that, it's one and, I, and one thing to mention is maybe approaching, you know, the same way we handle our, our crypto portfolios, where we have a majority of our portion, you say you call it what asymmetric. Yeah. Investment? Asymmetric opportunities. Yeah. Asymmet- so where we put a majority of our money into the larger caps, you know, ones that have been around for a while, big yep. companies, but we're going to allocate a small amount to these gambles, you know, in the hope of getting a 10 to 50 X. Yep. Knowing that we could very well lose it. And that's a very small portion of our portfolio. For sure. Yeah. I think it's all about balancing out that portfolio between Find a few of those sectors, find a few of those companies that you think the crypto gains could be going into. Do the research. Yeah. Always do your own research. But I think it, it could be a decent way to play the upcoming bear market. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. And These are all companies I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to yeah. be taking this, my notes here, and I'm going to put them up on my wall. And as soon as I see Bitcoin go down to, to zero, yeah. then yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm buying OTC stocks. That's it. Awesome. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the day. Yeah, I appreciate you guys all tuning in and make sure you tune into the next episode. It's going to be freaking awesome. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Yeah.